It's time to watch The Muppet Show with special guest Madeline Kahn. I turned it on inside and I put toilet paper on top of it. No, but you have like two nice candles there. It's very nice. I need like something. And then I just found a candle a that candle. I'm going to buy for her. I found on this website that smells like pickles. Oh my God, that's so funny. And I'm so like, I have funny. to get her this for Christmas. It's the dumbest thing in the world. And you know what? You have to prank her with it though. Yeah, right? And just like light it. I got you this candle. No. Like, yeah, light it. Have her come home from work and she'll be like, why does the house smell like pickles? A deli. <laughs> Oh yeah, we did, and this I had fun with this episode. I did too. I'm excited to talk to you about it. Yeah, me too, because there was a moment that I was doing dishes watching this, and I was like, oh no, am I going to cry? So let's start with the cold open. Madeline Kahn is preparing to go on when Sam the Eagle comes into the room. Sam refuses to allow an artist of Madeline's beauty and integrity to do such a weird, sick show. While Sam is complaining... Madeline dons a wig and a pair of Groucho Marx glasses. She looks at Sam and blows a party favor at him. Sam tells Madeline, you're on. Do you think that's how Groucho Marx will be remembered forever? Like, he'll live in infamy because of those glasses? I hope so. I hope people at least know that that's, like, the Groucho glasses with the nose and the mustache yeah. and the eyebrows and everything. Probably. And, like, that's cigar, I don't think people know that. I don't think so either. I want them to know it. Uh-huh. But. but I would guess that they would just... I bet you it gets some, like, Spongebob relation or something like that. Oh, like, yeah. Kids probably relate it to something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, kids these days. Anyway. I had a customer in the store the other day, and his he was... It was a little kid, and he was looking at Pokemon cards, and he was like, oh, man, I need to get these. These are the new ones. The new Pokemon are in this pack, whatever. And the dad was like, oh, yeah, there's so many now. And the kid was like, yeah, there's like there's like a thousand Pokemon. And I looked at him like dead serious. And I go, back in my day, we only had 150 Pokemon. <laughs> and the dad started laughing. I'm like, we only had 150. Oh, my God. And that now Charizard kids, card. You got these newfangled Pokemons. Remember the like the Charizard card? Am I th- thinking of the right thing? Yeah. You With know the reflective card, like, stuff? Sells for like money now. Yes. Oh. I know. It's and you ridiculous. know somebody our age owns it. Yeah. <laughs> owns them all. Those cards are ridiculous. I don't know. I don't I don't understand how that is something that's like kind of stuck around. Like the cards. What know? about the show? Is there a show still? Yeah, there's like a new series of it on Netflix now. Is it it's not with Ash anymore? It is no, Ash is still like eleven and just going out there to And catch what about them all. Team Rocket? Are they Team involved? Rocket I think is still there too. Team Rocket is the coolest. I love that. They are Jesse cool. and James, right? And their Meowth that speaks yeah. English. Meowth is a cool looking Pokemon. I agree. And, and he's s- bipedal and like he can talk. Yeah. And he can talk to the other Pokemon and be like, this guy does not want to be with us. Or, you know, whatever. But his, it was weird when he goes to his evolved version. Have you ever seen that episode back yeah, in the day? Yeah, he turns into like a catty cat. Like a, like a jaguar. I forget what stuff. it's called. Persian. Yeah. But mm-hmm. he doesn't really speak anymore, does he? I don't think so. And he, there's a whole arc like that. I kind of like how they did like the series. the evolving in the show like kind of like a different guy. 
Yeah, you know, they like, do. It's like you're completely different yeah. in a way. It's almost like uh, Steven Universe when they when melt, they fusion and they're totally different. Yeah, but this is just they one like another thing. Yeah, these this is totally another thing. Anyway, I'm sorry, I keep getting us off track. <clears throat> Kermit answers the age-old question: Can a f- can the frog tap dance by dancing his way through Happy Feet, even though his feet are never shown on screen? So this made me laugh, and it brought up something for me. Because mm-hmm. this was, oh, people have been asking him, like, can he tap dance? Does he have any talent? Is he good at anything? <laughs> kind of thing, right? Don't you have frog's legs, frog? <laughs> so I found this quote that I think relates to what you've been talking about on here a lot lately, too. Um, you've been watching Ted Lasso, right? Mm-hmm. I stopped, but yeah, I get the gist of it. I know the characters. You know the guy who plays Roy Kent? Yeah. Like, the best character in the uh, series. Fully the best character, and he's British, and I looked him up, and his name is, like, Brett. Brett Goldstein. Yeah, and he's, like, a comedian. So like, I just found out not too long ago right? that he was a writer on that show who helped create Roy, and then at after helping create the character for the show, he sent a very clumsy audition email to all of the other writers and said, hey, I think I have this character in me. Would you... Would you be open to hearing me audition? And then sent an audition tape of him playing the character. And, like, I guess, you know, the rest is history because he is That's Roy so Kent. cool. Oh, no, he is. I love it. He was in, they had him and his, like, character in GQ. Yeah. And I was like, Like, in he character. Looks, yeah. He, he, like, doesn't move his arms. He's so fucking strange. Yeah. It's such a funny character. Yeah, Everything about it. him is so funny. It's great. So he was interviewed not too long ago, and he has a quote about the Muppets that I want to share with you that I love so much. Him? Yes. Really? Yes. It's both beautiful and, like, kind of profound, and you're like, oh, shit, yeah, that is it. Go for it. The secret of the Muppets is that they're not very good at what they do. Kermit's not a great host. Fozzie's not a good comedian. Miss Piggy's not a great singer. Like, none of them are actually good at it, but they fucking love it. And they're like a family. And they, and they like putting on the show, and they have joy, and because of the joy, it doesn't matter that they're not good at it, and that's like what we should all be. Wait, Muppets. can you send me that? Yes, I love I, this. this. Is like my background on my phone. Isn't that like the coolest quote? It like honestly. I need to read that. That's gonna be my affirmation. I'm printing this. Thank it, you. It's like God, yeah, it has like mantra values to it. I like, love that. Just because. And you know what else I loved? Thank you. I loved. The fact that I never knew how badly I wanted to see Kermit tap dance. Uh-huh. And how much more I like Kermit now. Uh-huh. Now that I know he can perform like that. Yeah. He's got it. He can do some stuff, I right? was like, dang, Kermit. Where's this guy been? He was, like, holding auditions that time mm-hmm. with Steve Martin. I don't know. Anyway. Kermit's I got it. I loved it. I just, like, it's so funny how, like, I feel like I'm slowly coming across all of these Muppet things. Like, they're just like, it feels like Muppets are kind of everywhere, even though they're nowhere right now, Mm -hmm. you know? And I thought that was so neat that... That he said that? We've been talking about Ted Lasso, and then he has this, like, amazing thought about the Muppets. I'm really excited that he likes Muppets, and that Muppets are a part of his, in his, like, mind's eye, essentially. It's cool how many, how important it is to so many people. Like, not very... I almost said bigly, like I'm fucking Donald Trump. <laughs> but you know, like it's not—it's inside you. Yeah. It's not like all you are is like 
I'm obsessed with the Muppets or whatever. But, like, everybody has, like, a little bit of fandom for the Muppets in them. I think so. And whenever I hear people who are like, oh, no, I'm not into, like, that, it's very rare, and I'm always curious why. Yeah. I agree with that. Like, why? Yeah. What? But they don't... They literally have everything to offer. Yeah. Right? I just want to know your reasoning. That's all I ask. Because it's wrong. (laughs) But I don't know how wrong. Yeah. Well, I want to see what your your mindset is. So backstage, Gonzo is working with Eric the Yodeling Clam for his new act. Eric practices his yodeling until Madeline Kahn arrives. Seeing that Gonzo is busy, she offers to leave him alone, but instead Gonzo has Eric take a break. When he goes to tell Eric this, the clam clamps down on Gonzo's nose. Madeline helps free him from the clam's clutches and then tells Gonzo that she thinks he's terrific on the show. So do you think that this puppet of of this Muppet, actual physical Muppet? No, not the clam. Gonzo. This Mm -hmm. version of Gonzo. His nose. Do you think his nose was crushable on purpose or it always is? I think it always is. Because he got it crushed in the clam, right? And then again... And it actually... Yeah, like, it gets, like, like funked yeah, up. Yeah, it gets funked. And then he gets punched in the nose later on down the road. Yeah. And ends up in his mouth. Yeah, I like when he gets... I don't know. I like when any of them get bonked yeah. in the face. I like the fantasy to, like, of it. Cramp up, you know? <laughs> Yeah. So then Gonzo starts going crazy over this compliment. Madeline wasn't kidding, and she thinks Gonzo is terrific. Scooter calls for Madeline to get ready for her musical number, so she's off to the dressing room to change. Scooter asks Gonzo about the clam... Gonzo, who thinks he has fallen in love with Madeline, offers Eric to Scooter for chowder. Which is horrible. That they joke about eating each other is it's miserable. It is, but it's This very next annoying. thing, Megan, is for the freaks. It's for everybody. I'm not kink shaming. It's for the freaks out there, though. Madeline sings Your Feet with the mutations. This actually made me laugh so hard. This song was bizarre. It was bizarre. Bizarre. And she delivered it, though, and it made yes. me laugh. Madeline Kahn was really good in she this episode. She really she was. Came to play. This song was bananas. It was. I, I love her. Both of her solo performances on this episode were really, really good. Yeah. I really liked the sketch that she does later on. But this song was. It was just so fucking weird to me. And it when was she's weird. like rubbing the toes, singing about the bunions on the feet. And oh everything. my God. Like, what is this song? It's very funny. <clears throat> and those. The, what are they called again? The mutations? The mutations. Yeah, yeah those like guys. I'm glad they got to stay in the show, I guess. And she's, like, rolling around on the floor with, like, all of these, like, animal skin rugs It was and weird. It was very... In, like, a... What are those called? You ever seen those, like, the... Of course... I'm sure you have. Like, the drop sofas in the living room. Like, where people used to, like, literally carve out, like, the ground in their living room so that they could build a sofa in it. No. It looks like that. You've never seen a drop sofa? It's, like, the most 70s thing in the world, dude. Not in real life. I've never seen one in real life either. Oh. It feels like the kind of thing you could go to the Poconos and like rent a house, and it's uh, definitely got like ooh. a weird heart shaped bed yeah. and like those sunken sofas. That's so funny. It's got like a the hot sunken tub for two. sofas name for a band. The sunken sofas is a good band. Name. <laughs> I'm looking over here and I see the Wizard of Oz, and I watched the uh, I almost said the Judy Dench movie, the Judy Garland movie with Renee Zellweger. Did you watch that? No. No, Renee Zellweger plays her, right? Yeah, and she, I think she had a lot of hate for it, yeah. but I thought she was good. Was she? I thought she. I thought there's it was... a lot of these like really interesting character, like um, character actress. You almost want to say like biopics that are coming out. Like these. Did you see the trailer for like um, 
the Nicole Kidman, Aaron Sorkin movie about um, Lucille Ball. Nicole Kidman's playing Lucille Ball. And Javier Bardem is playing Desi Arnaz. And um, people are, like, giving her shit because she was cast in this movie to play Lucille Ball. And they're like, Deborah Messing plays a better Lucy. And it's like, the... the I don't want to see Deborah no Messing! No one wants to see Deborah Messing in a movie. But, like, the Imagine goal, if they gave Deborah Messing that part. People would be outraged. The, I would be The goal outraged. is not to make... A, not to replicate shot for shot, I love Lucy. It's to tell yeah. the story of Lucille Ball. Who was not always on and a comedian living in this television show. She yeah. was a fucking person. Yeah. So I'm sure Nicole Kidman can like, better she, grasp that. Deborah Messing's not going to be on there going, yeah. like, If we wanted someone to just, if we wanted to just recreate episodes of I Love Lucy, sure, get Deborah Messing to do it. And is the thought because they're like, both like redheads who like had sitcom careers i don't understand i don't where these no Deborah messing why, fans are coming why from why Deborah messing messing is even yeah exactly like wh- where did her name come from in the when ether? they bring back will and grace again yeah. for a third time in 20 more years then Deborah messing will have a job again right yeah, absolutely i don't understand that at all but yeah there's like there's that and there's another movie i just had a horrible nightmare of a thought what can you imagine if in the future they remake Two and a Half Men? Uh huh. They probably will. They right? probably will. Why not? Oh my god. Yeah. They definitely will. With a clone, though. They should just clone all three of them. Yeah. No, it's still regular John Cryer, but it's clone Charlie Sheen and clone <laughs> that kid. It's fully clone Charlie Sheen. Yeah. And they just put in a new clone when he said something stupid. Mm-hmm. In the yeah, future. Yeah, they just, they literally wood chipper him. In the future, and yeah. They they're like, oh, we're sorry. We know this one is canceled. We'll destroy him. Yeah. yeah. It's not the same guy. Yeah, different guy. It's a different guy. We're just robot. And they reprogram <laughs> him every time. Sorry about that. They have to, like, EMP, like, electromagnetic his brain it's like robot with a tiny piece of his brain <laughs> and his real teeth or something <laughs> why why does this robot have and teeth? it's fine right and the rest is robotic it, it has his tiger blood though right oh yeah it Fully runs, on, runs tiger. on tiger blood jesus christ <laughs> animal does a drum solo to gershwin's foggy day there was a lot of like little I actually like this for this animal episode. You know, I this was one of my favorite animals, little things, because he wasn't totally annoying. I think that's where he works best is in like a short spurt of yeah. like an adrenaline. I rush. don't get. There are people out there who like fully love animal. I yeah, don't because of what he looks like, and I then guess he plays so. the drums. But like he's kind of annoying. It's oh, destructive. It ruins whatever. And not going annoying on. like DW is annoying because DW is an icon. DW is an icon. <laughs> I'll give her that. But animals annoying. Animal like because I always imagine him as like a little brother to the band. He very much is. Yeah. Like he plays the drums, but like if the Electric Mayhem knew another drummer, Animal <laughs> would not be playing drums for them. Like I mean, realistically, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be able to make decision for the band. No. No. He gets no. like a half a vote. Yeah, no. He, <laughs> I, he, he gets... Him and Janice each share half a vote. Because Janice is so burnt out all the time, no one can talk to her. <laughs> Gonzo goes up to Miss Piggy's dressing room. Gonzo reminds Piggy that he has always had a crush on her. A disgusting thought to the pig. However, Gonzo Why will do they call her. the pig? I know. <laughs> However, Gonzo will bother her with this no longer. Certain that she'll be crushed, he apologizes. Miss Piggy, glad that she's fi- that he's finally come to his senses, assures Gonzo that in time, he'll have forgotten all about her. Did you notice until just now, I feel like they've shown her dressing room before, right? 
Her dressing room is full of pictures of Kermit the Frog. I didn't know that. Some with her also, but mostly just pictures of Kermit by himself. She's obsessed. She is obsessed. She needs help. Yeah. We gotta help her. Remember Helga's little closet? Isn't Wasn't that a weird thing? Oh my god. With her gum? Or was it his gum? Like, there was his gum, I And think. she would spit it out it and she would collect... It was all his gum. That was kind of weird. Kinda and who weird. was gonna yeah, tell Helga that of. she's a lesbian? Dude, he... Okay. I'm Let just Let me kidding. unpack one thing at a time. <laughs> Arnold's, the, the the mold of him that lived in her closet also had his dirty Q-tips in its ears Ew. sticking out the sides. Imagine Disgusting. if they had a Halloween episode where it came alive. I remember she put the hat on its head and I, she like stole his hat somehow. Oh, she put that on its head and creepy. I think she thought that it was going to like frosty yeah. the snowman. Mm-hmm. Damn, that show was good too. <laughs> she thought it was going to frosty the snowman. <laughs> <laughs> I love that as a term. <laughs> I want to make scenarios happen where I can say that. You build something, and then you're like, I'm just going to put the hat on it and hope that Frosty the Snowman happens. I'm just going to Frosty the Snowman this thing. And it's the season, so maybe I will say it. Tis. Yeah. Tis the season, Megan. Ho, ho, ho. The Swedish chef tries to cook a lobster who's rescued by three Spanish-speaking bandito lobsters. I fucking love this. <laughs> So much. I was like, why are they Spanish I have lobsters? no idea. This was so funny. And you hear like... Mm-hmm. And then I saw out the back window, you can see like somebody running and I, I literally said, oh no. Like, <laughs> like what's going on? I said that And t- they have guns. I love that. And they like literally started shooting. There were they two... shot him in the face. Two times that guns were used in this episode. Yeah. The... But you know, they love explosions, so... Megan. I don't want to get ahead of it, but the next time the gun is used, I laughed out loud so <laughs> fucking hard, too. it killed me. This show is slowly getting, like, either it's working me down or it is getting funnier. I'm not sure. No, this episode was funny. There was I a thought, lot of really funny I thought this episode. episode was funny. But when they, like, I don't even remember what they were, like, screaming at the Swedish chef, but it was so fucking funny. And then the lady <laughs> lobster, like, pops out the bowl and then, like, runs away with them. So and stupid. I like Swedish chef puts his hands up. <laughs> yes. and he's like, oh! <laughs> and he always looks so horrified. He's like, but that's just his face. Oh my god, that was a very good um, Swedish chef. Bit. Yes, it was. Very much appreciated that, Megan. The UK spot. Floyd sings New York State of Mind. Best UK by spot. Doctor Teeth and Zoot. Why are they not all like this? Best UK spot I ever seen in my life. Yes. I would buy a download of this. Why don't they just do Billy Joel every time then? I don't know. Do the entertainer next. I would love to hear the stats of like how many people bought this album from Billy Joel hearing Mm -hmm. this. So that was great. I loved it. What was the next? Pigs in space. One thing to say. Sorry. Not to uh, pedal, backpedal, pedal. Not to (laughs) not pedal forward, but backpedal. So... Speaking of CDs, mm-hmm. I actually had to buy a CD online the other day from eBay because, God forbid, they press a CD or whatever they do. Mm-hmm. Like, But I used to get these dance compilations. So, like, DJ Louis DeVito or something would put out <laughs> his, like, two-CD, two uh-huh. like, dance mix, then and all the like songs sort of... Well, like, it's not like one thing, like they're different tracks yeah, or whatever. But it all But it kind of flows. Like a DJ and, set. And like they're custom mixed by him. Mm-hmm. So there's certain songs 
that you can't get on iTunes. You can't get the the you can't even get the CDs and the compilations uh-huh. on iTunes or Spotify or anywhere but streaming it on YouTube, which I will not I don't want to do that. Yeah. So I had to we're like too old for that, right? Like I don't know there are folks who use YouTube for everything. Like there I'm are, not yeah, but I'm not, not but yeah. I'm not gonna like have YouTube on to listen to one song. No. Or I guess I could listen to the album, but mm-hmm. anyway, it's so annoying. So I had to buy it, and yeah. I, luckily I found a copy that wasn't, you know, opened because but now, it's hard with the CD. My next question is, what are you going to do with it? Oh, I have a CD, player, CD in player in my car. Okay, yeah, and I'm in the beam in the like little car that I have. Uh-huh. There's like a six CD changer, like yeah. from the '90s, and a cassette player. Yeah, and it's a cassette like player. A yeah, real blasty that it yeah. has that too. Uh huh. I almost bought Modest Mouse's latest album on cassette just because it was released on cassette, and I'm like, I want it. No, it's no. so cool. I don't need it. I don't have a cassette player. Yeah. And they take up to like this. No. Anyway. Pigs in space. And they changed the, his name. It's not Heartthrob or is it Hogthrob? Yeah, Link Hogthrob. Okay, well, at least they call him Link. Swinetrek has lost all power to its steering mechanism. Link Hogthrob has tried everything, but nothing works. First mate, Miss Piggy, happens to notice one lever, which she believes the captain has not yet tried, despite his stating otherwise... He points out that there are that these are the captain's controls, and the captain can only the captain can operate them. Against Link's orders, Piggy tries the lever, which closes the door on Link's head. This I like when he gets hurt. Megan has become one note, and that note is the door will close on you. Yeah, that's true. We got to find something else, right? Like it's it's still funny. I liked what he said as the outro. Me too. I like the intro (laughs) and the outro best. Yeah, what is he? Tune in two weeks from, from now them. to find out you missed last week's. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Fozzie's <laughs> comedy act. Fozzie plays his ukulele and sings. The pig got up and slowly walked away. Oh my god. I actually liked this so much. This song was kind of cute. But the fact that Fozzie was playing music. Yes. I appreciated that too. Yeah. And it's still like in his little Fozzie voice. Like, yeah. Whatever. The song about a woman discovering a boozing man keeping company with a pig offends a number of pig cast members, including Link Hogthrop, Julia Strangepork, Hoggy Marsh, and Lydia. If you remember Lydia, the tattooed dancing pig. Oh my god, yes, Lydia. So it's kind of funny that they do this, like, the pigs are fully discriminated against in this show. Yes. More than any other group More of, than any other yeah. and there's, creature. But there, but there is a group of them, more so than there's a group of, like, you don't see a group of bears. No, it is weird or a that... a group of frogs, but is, there's a group of pigs. It is both weird that there is a group of pigs and that they are uniquely discriminated against. Yeah. Whereas all of the other animals have seemingly banded together to say, we are other from the pigs. Like... But to make the pigs feel like they're random yes. and other. But like, meanwhile, but they're, they're not. the only like group. Yeah, they're the there's only like, group. Some other frogs that come and go. Whatever. Yeah, you know the nephew, and then there's like. Some and there's mo- but there's frogs. also monsters. I but guess like, you can con- categorize monsters. There's no other Gonzo. No. There's har- There's really not any other mm-hmm. bears yet. No. You know, it's kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. It's like there's pigs, chickens, and then the rest. And monsters. And the chickens are not. They're not, like, sentient, like a normal no. puppet either. They're fucking chickens. Yeah. Becca? <laughs> so Madeline performs the Happy Girl Meets a Monster sketch with Dog Lion in it. I... Madeline wanders about a park, pointing out things she likes. 
All of which Dog Lion destroys. Madeline then dog sweet talks Dog Lion, trying to win him over. As she does, he begins to shrink in size to the size of a toy. Um, <laughs> when she says, like, oh, you don't have to look at everything in this park. You can just listen sometimes. And then she's like, listen to the sound of the bird. Uh, yeah. And this fucker pulls out a gun, and sh- a, like a handgun, and just shoots yeah, the bird out of the sky. a revolver right out of his, like... I don't even know. That killed me. Yeah, it that made me laugh so too. That was so goddamn funny. <laughs> it's so unexpected. Like I'm like, oh, maybe he'll have a net or you know, like because you knew no. that what was coming. It was, a but gun. he shoots the bird out of the sky. It's so fucking funny. I love that. Sometimes you have to talk your troubles down to a size where you can handle them. She then hits him with an umbrella and walks away. I really love that. A, a whole hell of a lot. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, we just passed it, so I want to mention this now. Fozzie's comedy act was cut from the Nickelodeon screening of this episode. Why? Mm. I don't understand Nickelodeon's motives behind cutting some of this stuff. It's very strange. Well, did they have to to fit it in the time slot? They have to cut something? Well, I, I imagine they already didn't have the UK spot, right? Oh. No, but they probably, they probably have to cut even original. shorter. Are there more commercials? Or no, it's not that there's more commercials, but on kids... Networks, there's a host. Oh, you're right. There's like always a host. Yeah, so maybe that was filling the time. Yeah. Was like stick stickly being like, oh, hey, you guys are watching the Muppet or, Show. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of a Muppet. I'm a stick with eyes. Or the face or whatever. Face the face. Yeah. Face. Yeah, the face. Literally, the TV's just talking to you and is a face. Hi there. <laughs> yeah. I hated face. I know. Me too. What a fucking creep. What a creep. Hi. That voice, like it's just like. It was probably selling you something subliminally. Probably. Those orange VHS tapes of Blue's Clues mm-hmm. and Dora the Explorer. Backstage, Gonzo arrives telling Kermit that he and Madeline Kahn are getting married. Gonzo talks about moving out to the suburbs, buying a station wagon, joining the PTA. The whole ball of wax. Kermit reminds Gonzo that he only just met Madeline, but Gonzo works fast. Gonzo's even broken out an old tuxedo from his magic bag just to ask Madeline's hand. I love them in the different outfits today. Like, even Kermit Gonzo was in a tuxedo. changes so much. I wonder if it's the same tuxedo. Oh, you think so? I, I don't know. Are, is it, like, doll clothes? They kind of similar body types. I don't see why it wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I like when the flowers popped out the collar when he was like, it's from my magic act. That's kind of cool. They have, like, costume for Muppets. Yeah. You know what I mean? They probably have, like, a little costume. Because I really feel like Gonzo does change the most. I mean, Piggy changes Piggy, a lot, too. yeah. Piggy and Gonzo. But they're definitely, yeah. Fozzie do- barely changes. No. And every once in a while, Kermit has a jacket on or something. I like when he wears his little purple jacket. I like when he has pants on, too. I think it's funny. <gasps> oh, my God. He you know what I'm thinking of time. now? What? Remember the old, like, uh, it's like such a 90s thing, but I feel like there's like a Calvin Klein ad. With the underwear. With Kermit. No, no, no. Oh. Where he's wearing like chinos, like up to his waist and like a... He has, like, on a white undershirt, and he has, like, a blazer on his finger, like, over his shoulder. Really? I need to look this up. Is it Calvin Klein? It's probably Tommy Hilfiger, maybe? Uh, Kermit Calvin Klein poster. It is a thing. It is a Calvin Klein thing? Oh, no, this is not it. This is kind of more like he's wearing jeans that are, like, low-rise, and you can see underpants sticking out. That is so weird. There was, like, uh, a big thing with underpants sticking out in the late 90s and the early and 2000s like, of, of both genders. 
And it's like a remember the like song a white band. That's it. It's just like a, yeah, like the white. Yeah, guys show their you know designer underwears, and women have their thongs out. Just like a, in the era of girls gone wild. You know what I was God. thinking about the other night? That there used to be a time where the TV would stop playing the content you uh-huh. wanted you watch TV for. Yeah, and if you wanted to be totally, you know, I don't know, stay up past your bedtime yeah. or or just like, like Comedy Central, like one o'clock in the morning would just be Girls Gone Wild yep. ads for and then the next binge four TV. Hours. It's like either Girls Gone Wild or like a weird mixer thing. So mm-hmm. it's like Time Magazine presents the tunes of the sixties. Like, yeah, all the leaves are over. Yeah, yeah, or the that um, the one with Enya, the like oh my Native God, American pyramids. Oh, yeah. Um, do you know I very stupidly so I have Sling that app that has like live TV on it. Yeah. So I was scrolling through it one day, and it was like kind of late, and it said like, "Oh, the best of SNL," and I was like, "Oh, there's like this hour long thing on this channel," and it was like on like, we'll say like History Channel. It was going to be on late at night. And it was called The Best of SNL. So I'm like, oh, maybe this is like a retrospective, like, hour-long thing of talking to, you know, like, people talking about the history of SNL. So I'm like, I should download, not download it, record it. And I hit record, and I went to bed, whatever, and moved on. The next couple days later, I saw it was on there. So I clicked it. I'm like, let's watch this. It was for a fucking DVD. It was one of those things. It was paid it was programming. A, dude, it was That's a what commercial. They used to call it. it was an hour long commercial of like random clips because they were selling a DVD that had like mm-hmm. Opera Man on it and whatever. <laughs> I felt like such an asshole because I'm like, you let me start my little program that I watch and yeah. I recorded a fucking infomercial. Nice. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, it's an, like, it was like an hour long. You know, that feels like it should be an actual thing. Yeah. It was an infomercial. I wonder how long the DVD was that they were trying to sell, too. It better at least be an hour and a half. Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like they probably showed every clip in that thing. Yeah. That you know that they did. You remember the old Shirley Temple one? Fully. Of Animal course I remember that. crackers in my soup. And then you know when old people are like, how do you know that? How do you know this? Like when like pe- like uh-huh. older folks like quiz you? <laughs> it's like fully TV. Like, why? of course TV. <laughs> It's where we learn everything. You see, my parents sat me in front of this box yeah. for my, hours at a time. <laughs> me, it was like, okay, my parents went to sleep hours ago, and I'm still <laughs> up because I have energy. I'm hyper. Yeah. I had candy. As long as I stay downstairs and I'm quiet. Uh-huh. The volume on the TV is at like six yeah. at most. It's like, or, or remember, it would be like those like bars. Yeah. So if I do it at like four bars, they probably can't hear it. And I can just stay here and watch TV all day. Oh, my God. And then when I got older and wanted to stay up, I would, like, record things on VHS. And mm-hmm. I'd watch, like, music videos I recorded. I used to love <laughs> to make a music music video mixtape. Yeah, me of, too. Like, oh, my God. I love Marcy Playground Sex and Candy. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. record. And then, you know, you wait for it to finish. And then you're like, stop. Because it's like, you never play this one. God forbid, baby, one more time be on your videotape yeah. after that. Like, you're or commercial, cool yeah. You don't need, you know, Any of this that. riffraff. Muppets News Flash. Reports are coming in that television news reporters are blowing up. And then the news reporter good, blows up. Good job reading that. Again, like I love like a little one. <laughs> good job reading that. I only fumbled six times. <laughs> Next, we move on to as Rolf the dog is performing up, up, and away, his candelabra takes off. Another like Great. quick Great, I loved it, yeah. Because the second Rolf like cracked his fucking fingies and <laughs> went to the keys, I was like, God damn it, man. Not another Ralph. Do something else, man. 
So then we come to this final sketch performance of the night. Gonzo overhears Kermit <laughs> telling Madeline about when she complimented Gonzo, how seriously he took it. Gonzo, heartbroken over hearing that he will not be, she will not be marrying him, sits alone and sings wishing song. Madeline hears part of his song and goes to, on to apologize him. And I am a mess today. Madeline hears part of his song and goes to him to apologize and offers to be his friend. Gonzo finishes his song, uplifted, though his sad little song has made Madeline tear up. I loved this. This was very sad. I loved it too. When he sang some sort of verse about like not wanting to be himself or whatever, I'm like, this is Gonzo's like full struggle. Like his whole character arc. Yeah. Is that like? I yeah. He wants to be himself, but he doesn't think people want him to be himself. And then he kind of discovers that people want him to be himself. You know? Yeah. And really what he needs is to realize that he shouldn't come on so strong. Yeah. You know, you gotta play the long game. I mean, like, even he told Piggy, like, they were gonna have to break up because he was in love with Madeline. And Mm -hmm. Piggy's like, what are you talking about? (laughs) That was sweet. But Madeline, I think, handled it pretty well. She really did. She was very sweet. Like, she Kermit like, told her that, and she instantly was like, I gotta go find Gonzo. Yeah. I gotta talk to him about this, because I, gotta I don't want to get the wrong bud. impression, and I want to be friends with him. I appreciate him. I think he's great at what he does. We can't be together. Yeah, just because I was nice to you doesn't mean... Which is another thing. It's very friend zone right? Like, the idea of the friend zone. Like, yeah. she was nice to him, so they must, they must have something. And it's like, well, she was just nice to you. She doesn't owe you anything other than maybe friendship, at most. Yeah. She was nice to you. Cringy. I'm glad I don't know anybody like that. Who, Thank like, God. If somebody was, like, nice to them, they'd be like, oh, no, we're, like, in love now. Uh-huh. And I'm like... That's yeah. something that I feel like we're too old to know anybody like that anymore. You can think of, I'm sure, a whole bunch of well, instances. in high school. Like, when we were kids. Yeah, in high school. Maybe even just, just out of high school and shit. Like, those oh, yeah. people, like, one person was nice to them, and they're like... This is it. I love this person. Yeah, that's true. Your hormones are raging at that time. You don't know what you're confused. I'm watching Big Mouth, and I'm like, this show. Do you watch Big Mouth? I love Big Mouth. It makes me feel insane. Yeah. But because, like, I don't want to think about middle school. I don't want to think about being this age. Yeah, I know. And it's so funny because that's exactly what this is. Like, the idea of, like, falling. And I think they tackle that a lot in this most recent season of, like, your friends. You love each other on a friend, Mm -hmm. with friend feelings. There's difference between sexual feelings and love of friendship you know and like i guess deciphering that at a young age like what you know you don't get it yeah they're disgusting on that show absolutely disgusting it's it's (laughs) It's like like, sometimes they say stuff and i'm just like i am like i laugh uh because i'm just like oh dang yes that whole show makes me like uncomfortable it makes me like pee my pants laughing it's it's bizarre it is and those hormone monsters are just so disgusting have you watched this new season at no. all no oh my god need... it's a lot it man. is oh, yes. i should watch that in between my uh top shelf watching yes yeah i feel like big mouth is a slow binge like you because it is so fucking cringy yeah it's, it's like, it, I, can't I have watch to too much exactly but i'm watching top chef season three i'm on right now uh-huh. and i mean it's I don't know when it's from. It's got to be from the early 2000s. And How many cycles of Top Chef have they done? I mean, they still have it out. Mm-hmm. So, past 15, I think. Maybe 15. You have to look that up. I actually kind of do want to look it up. Let's see. But, I'm like, watching this, and they're in the third season now, and I feel like they got a mix of people where they're finding their stride, mm-hmm. because season two was just 
a shit show where I don't think either of the people in the top deserve to be top chef. And I think they got a higher caliber of chefs now, I guess. And I'm like, this is so funny. Like, old reality TV, it's still... It's, I feel like it's better to watch almost, like in this instant. But I also watch season 10. There have been 18 seasons. Yeah. So far. Like, people are still sort of raw back then about being on a reality TV. I said raw. And, well, and you watch that show, and you kind of watch it evolve, too. Oh, and yeah, like fully. how they tell the stories mm-hmm. of the contestants, or how they, you know, like, film certain things and stuff. It's kind of cool to see that. Like, it is. Yeah. It's different. Anyway, even like when we watched Drag Race together, you were like, "Oh wow!" Like you were watching an like the old, old episode, and yeah. You're like, and it was maybe like 15 years old, yeah. And you were like, "Oh my god, they don't do this like this anymore. This no. is so weird," you know, like because you just kind of, you know, you go with the times, and you are more used to the more recent seasons that you've been watching. You're like, "Oh my god, I forgot that they yeah. did this thing or that thing or whatever." I think seeing the hairstyles and the fashion is the funniest because it's like, you know, when when you have like retro fashion and throwback, it's always like the most fun and interesting mm-hmm. or like not not the most, but something that's interesting from that era and bringing it back. But like seeing like the like three people have horrible mohawks. Uh-huh. It's like, yeah. and then there's this one lesbian who had a mohawk, and I'm just like, I'm sorry. Because you have to go home like, just so there's people who have nostalgia for the early aughts right now. And it's like, no, they have nostalgia for, like, five things. Yeah, that. exactly. But That's what like I mean. But there was, like, 50 things that we were doing back then. Oh, and some of it was just and so like bad. half of it is horrible. I wanted to be like, that lesbian probably has soap shoes on right now. Soap. <laughs> 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 oh and it's God. like the tips of the mohawk were blonde. Oh, of course they were. Uh, of course. I mean, she had, like, lighter hair. Anyway, she just, it was, like, and, like, an Ed Hardy-esque shirt. No. Yeah, I mean, it was, like, it was terrible uh, i was just like look i would normally ru- no i would normally eyebrow? no 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 piercings thankfully oh, wow. and she was doing like tai chi like they filmed her like blow drying the mohawk and i'm like oh no oh, and you do that i'm like so she went home luckily and it's like I the don't third know episode what but i was like you need the to the mohawk that is too manicured or the mohawk that like no, isn't it, up you know it, what i mean like i don't know what's worse it wasn't but the thing is that she did it and it wasn't even manicured it was all, still all wonky and it uh-huh. wasn't even I, I just <laughs> it's i don't know anyway but it's funny to see that yeah well yeah because you're the, watching a season from like 2008 right now basically so i have to tell you this really stupid thing i did mm-hmm. so as i've been watching this show i've been thinking about like that era and mm-hmm. i'm like oh blah 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 so back in that the day, and this is the literally the dumbest thing. I couldn't afford like a North Face, like Steep Tech, like a specific style, like ski jacket mm-hmm. that was only popular in like the early two thousands. Yeah, <laughs> and I bought one used from Poshmark. Oh, like the other day. Yeah, like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> because I've been thinking about it, and I'm like. And I'm like looking at it, and I'm like, I don't even think I could wear this now. Uh huh. But it's I just like not. It's like so excessive, and but you'll see me with okay. it on, and it has like a belt on the bottom. So like is ridiculous. it like you're too old for it to look like you're wearing it as a throwback? Is that what you're saying? Like it looks more like it's just something you've had then. 
Yes. Versus like if you were a Gen Zer who's like yes. 21 and like, <laughs> look what I'm wearing. Isn't no, this funny? Like, Doug, exactly. Uh-huh. Like it looks like I kept it yeah, from it when like I was exactly. in of, eighth grade. Uh-huh, and now I'm like, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. It's bizarre how there is this like weird line of that. Like, and I'm like, somebody get me off the internet. <laughs> now that the internet is just a big sales tactic, and I can just look up like CDs from my past. That dance CD I bought was also from like 2003, by the way. That's when that CD is from. Today, I bought two Pez dispensers <laughs> off Pez.com. <laughs> what is wrong with us? Like, honestly. Online shopping, it's it's. But like, why are we? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Ridiculous stuff. I mean, at least mine only cost me like six bucks. You bought a. I'm gonna assume a little bit pricier coat. Actually, people are selling them for like two, three hundred dollars. I'm like, okay, it's three hundred and something dollars new. Okay, so I heard a cool hack. You ready? Poshmark is where you go to find out, or Macari. Macari, yeah. Is where you go to find out what's hot. Right? Oh. Then you take that information that you've learned to find out what's cool and vintage, and you go look on eBay. Oh. Because people selling on eBay are selling shit on eBay. And they did not necessarily put in the research to find out what is trending as mm-hmm. far as, like, vintage exactly. shit. So then you can go, you can take that, like, oh, shit, it's selling on Poshmark for $300, whatever. Find the same thing, in some cases, for, like, 80 bucks. I eBay. literally looked on, like, eBay's dead. All the, the sites. Way, right now. Yeah. I love eBay still. Mm-hmm. I got it for one thirty. Okay. And it's it's new, I think, with tags. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So someone bought it then, and they were like, "I can't wear this. I'm not cool enough." Yeah. Somebody, and then realized they just had it in their closet, mm-hmm. and I was surprised because I was like, "I don't know what's wrong with this coat, but it says condition this, that, the other thing." I'm like, "I don't know what's gonna." You buy looked at this. enough photos, angles, I'm <laughs> sure, and everything. Yeah, cool. but I like especially shouldn't be online shopping after I drink like a glass of wine. Like no. that's no. Never a good idea. Never a good idea. So I'm done now. Until next time, of course. So at closing, Madeline again apologizes to Gonzo, who reminds her that now you'll have to, now you'll have to go to those PTA meetings alone. Haha. <laughs> okay. When you see me next and I'm wearing my steep tech jacket, you're gonna really recognize me from somebody you went to middle school with. Can you come here with, um, like your hair crunchy? Oh God! Can you do that for me? I have to tell you, and like that the the high can, middle middle can, of your head ponytail. That can I tell you something horrible about what? me? Today at work, I didn't like. I got to work late, so I didn't meet. There were two new employees that started, and I didn't go up to myself, go up to them and introduce myself because mm-hmm. it was like we were all working. It's like they're out of the way or whatever. But the one lady who started working there, she has like wet wet crunchy hair mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it, it's not even yeah, like it's it. cute it. or like ribbon it's not mm-hmm. even like tight curls it's like did you get strings. out of the shower and then walk in the front door yeah like and it's it, like that and your hair's still wet all day uh-huh. like <laughs> it's, that it's three o'clock so i didn't i didn't wet? i didn't introduce myself today because i couldn't bring myself to <laughs> on a monday so i will i will tomorrow <laughs> i mean i'm not gonna be ru- that rude i'll do it tomorrow but no, i just like I'm going to choose not to say hi to her today and see how she does her hair tomorrow. And the other new employee came on with came in with a full suit. Okay. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to. That's not necessarily the vibe there, I don't think. No. But I'm too over eager. But they must be paying him well. So why would you come to work with a suit on? 
uh, dress for the job you want, not the job you got, right? Oh, maybe no. that's it. Actually, gun for the boss. You need to send me that quote too. That's along dude, with the mother. That's quote. just something people say. <laughs> no, I know, I'm but totally I will send joking. it to you. I'm totally joking. Yeah, dress for the job you want. Yeah. Anyway, I'm being a shady bitch. You I'm are. probably on my period. I'm oh, not. No, I'm not. But oh I, no. But if I was, if I were a man, that's what I would say to myself. Yeah, it you're, sounds like you're not on your period yet, but you're working there. You're, 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 your you're PMSing, yeah. aren't you? I know what that means. I remember that? That's a uniquely '90s thing too. PMS. Women oh my PMSing. god. You know, and like, oh, here, take a chocolate bar because you're PMSing. Dad, do you remember when people used to buy those keychains with the slogans? <laughs> yes. <on? laughs> Bitch. Beautiful, uh, intelligent, talented, charming human. Like, whatever. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then, yeah, like, of course. And then, like, sometimes there'd be, like, a poster that you saw in Spencer's. But it's it all like, from Spencer's. just a keychain uh-huh. version of it. FBI. Female body inspector. Oh, my God. This is my license. Those used to be, like, collectibles for sort of grown-ups. Like, who... Was- I don't know. I, I could only assume that it was literally targeted to us, the eighth graders, Walking into Spencer's, giggling, not going too far into the store. No, I the back of the store. I remember seeing grown-ups with like keychains really? galore. Ugh. Yeah, ew. Reminds me of like you remember Lucky Rabbit, that like or Happy Bunny. Happy Bunny, it was yeah, Lucky and Rabbit, Happy like, Bunny. Oh yeah, that's... Uh, you laugh because I'm different, and I laugh because you're all the same, like I shit know. like that. And you're like, Ugh. that's when like Happy Bunny and Invader Zim were just in a small corner of Hot Topic mm-hmm. with Emily the Strange. <laughs> yeah. They were just hanging oh, out, smoking Emily cigarettes behind the Hot Topic. All right, Megan. All right. Next week, we're going to gather here to watch the George Burns episode. Kermit is hassled by Daily Scandal reporter Fleet Scribbler, who blackmails his way backstage at The Muppet Show and is determined to spin everything he hears in a negative light. He even offers Miss Piggy a picture spread if she'll give him the real dirt on The Muppets. Soon, even Swedish Chef is talking to Fleet. Who answers in mock Swedish. So this sounds like another like episode that has an actual frame to it. This sounds fun. It does. Muppets are, can be so gullible, but I can't wait to see how they come on top in the end. I mean... They better. Yeah, they're going to win him over, right? Yeah, or they're going to they like kick him out. What if the show gets canceled? So next week, we're watching the George Burns episode, episode two. Who's George 10. Burns? Can you read George that? Burns is an old man who I think was kind of like always an old man. Okay, I got He was that. in the movies Oh God, You Devil. No, I don't know it. Uh, he's this old man. I'm just this old man? He played eight? He played knick-knack on my gate. Great. With a knick-knack. Oh, wow. I don't recognize him at all. He's just one of those old men. <gasps> wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. What? Was there an old man like that on the Candace Bergen show? The Candace Bergen episode? Murphy or Brown. Murphy Brown. No, I'm thinking of somebody else. There's a character. George Prince was probably not on Murphy Brown because he died in 1996. Just after turning 100. Damn, good for him. Yeah, George Burns was literally, he was like one of those people who was like always famous as he was old. Oh, okay, cool. Like Wilford Brimley. Oh, you know, Wilford like no one can picture him as a child. Or Betty White. Yeah. Yeah, Betty White playing a senior citizen at like age 40 whatever on that fucking Golden Girls. And she was on Mary Tyler Moore. He was in a lot of stuff. I'm trying to think of something that we've seen. He was in Fame, the TV series. You might have seen that. He was on The Lucy Show. 
I've definitely seen Mr. the Lucy Ed. show. I've definitely seen the Lucy show, Mr. Ed. He had his own series. He had a couple of his own series. I probably recognize him from Nick at Night. That's Probably. how I. That's yeah, how I know him. He walks into a Bewitched or an I Dream a Genie or something like I'm that. I'm sure I recognize sure. him from. Probably did a match game or something like that. Also, you know. Well, join us next week as we watch the George Burns episode. As always, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ittwtm. Thanks for the gumball, Dougie. Mr.